Hello! Welcome to the Viewmasters. Twin Peaks, episode 12. Laura's Secret Diary. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello. Hello. Is it the secret diary of a call girl? It's no. It's okay. The, well, I don't know. Is Laura yeah. a call girl? Who I knows? Know. Yeah. We haven't learned this yet. No, we haven't. Am I, did I, is that the right thing that I'm thinking of? The Billy Piper? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Secret diary of a call girl. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Never seen any of that. Neither have I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen Penny Dreadful, in which Billy Piper is in. Right. She good on that? No. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. I love Rose. I do, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you going to read the new Doctor Who comics? Nope. No? I never read any old ones. Well, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, it's, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I have a very hard time reading comics based on, uh, movies or television properties. Yeah. So, yeah. like, Avengers, you don't read any of those... Captain no. America, no. Batman, no. Superman. Nope. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> what do you read? Like, no, not Smurfs, because that's, damn. No. What is there? I read stuff like maybe you've never heard of. Yeah. Like Youngblood. You fucking hipster. I read a bunch of comics. You probably never heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> she Hulk. <laughs> Oh, that's that uh, big green bitch that the Hulk fucks, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Who was Oh, David Goyer. David Fuck Goyer. You, David Goyer. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Oh, man. Worst human being alive. Yeah. That's not true. He's pretty bad. He's in my he's, bottom five. But he's not the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I already know who the worst is. Yeah? Yeah. Is it me? No. Okay. No. <laughs> but you have met the person. All right. I think I know who it is. Yeah. Sorry, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she hates me. <laughs> uh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Uh, uh, back to the comics that are licensed. They announced an Orphan Black comic today. Uh-huh. Did you, I don't know if you heard that at all. I did. Have you watched that show? I have not. It's a really good show. Alrighty. And uh, uh, for the listener who has not watched it, it's about uh, uh, clones. So the, the lead actress, Tatiana Maslany, plays five or six different characters in each episode. Okay. And it's amazing. Huh. And I just don't see a comic capturing how cool that is. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, comics have tried clones before. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> is it uh, David Mackey? Or not David Mackey? Howard Mackey. Howard Mackey is the showrunner on Orphan Black. Is he? No. Okay. That <laughs> would be great. pretty great. What's yeah. that guy doing? Uh, I don't know. Wasn't he writer X? Was he Writer X? Yeah. I never, I didn't know that they ever revealed who Writer X was. Uh, I don't think they officially ever revealed it, but I think all, all signs pointed to it being him. Okay. Uh, because he was getting so much flack for being the guy who basically ruined Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, didn't he do some DC work recently? Like the Ravagers or whatever the fuck oh, that was? Did he? I don't know. Yeah, some bullshit. 
you know, throwback to the horrible, horrible 90s uh, yeah. that DC had been uh, putting out. For the past three years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's one of Bob Harris's boys. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Howard Mackey and, and Chuck Austin should do a book together. <laughs> they should get together. <laughs> Igor Corday could draw it. I love Igor Corday. I know you do. I love Igor Corday. <laughs> Love him. <laughs> I'll defend him to the bitter death. And uh, you know what? I enjoyed Chuck Austin's uh, 12-issue U.S. War Machine series. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. All right. Battle lines are drawn. That's <laughs> pretty much all I ever enjoyed that he did. Yeah. But um, I did. I don't know that I... I read some of the Superman that he wrote, oh. and it wasn't great. Right. I think that's all I've ever read of his. No. Just know that he's a joke. <laughs> so sorry, Chuck Austin, if I am unfairly maligning you. But I feel like I'm not. Eh, it's alright. <laughs> anyway, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. There are no Twin Peaks comics. There are no, no. There that are. we are aware of. Yeah. That'd be cool. Hey, I wouldn't know, read them. Who knows how the series ends? I wouldn't read them. No? No. Well, yeah. It's because I've already established. <laughs> That's not a thing that I do. You are a killjoy. Yes. <laughs> it is established that I'm a killjoy. <laughs> uh, what do you want to talk about about this episode? I'm not sure. Seriously, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking uh, I was thinking about Audrey uh-huh. when we were watching this episode. And just sort of the uh, the arc of her character All right. over the over the twelve episodes of the series so far, like how far she has fallen. Yeah, because she sort of starts off as like like you sort of think she's gonna be like a villain right. in the pilot anyway. She's kind of a mean girl, and then she's sort of this sort of femme fatale type character, and then she pretty quickly just gets in way over her head. Right, and is now just sort of a victim. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Like it's, it, it's pretty interesting, sure. Subverted yeah. the expectation going into the series. She is, uh, you know, yeah, uh, she is uh, 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 a character on this show That's, that we watch. She is, you're right. Good comment, Eric. was... <laughs> 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 I was also thinking how much I dislike stories where people are drugged. Yeah. I just, I hate that. Right. And I don't know if it's just because I think the idea of someone drugging you against your will is awful. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's a, a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, it, it certainly makes things uncomfortable. It does. To, to watch. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen uh, French Connection 2? No. No. Have you ever seen French Connection? Why? I have not. Okay. I'm ashamed. Well, one of those is a must-see. Okay. And French Connection 2 is pretty good, too. <laughs> but uh, a good portion of that is uh, uh, Gene Hackman's character gets kidnapped, and then the, the bad guys basically uh, hook him on heroin while he's uh, imprisoned. I hate and that. And it is, it is terrible to watch. Yeah. Just terrible to watch. I hate that. Yeah. Poor Gene Ackman. Yeah. Poor Audrey Horn. And even poorer Sherilyn Fenn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, last week, I was house-sitting for my parents. 
and uh, they they have uh, full cable, so I'm often flipping through channels. Absolutely enjoy that shit. Right. Exactly, and uh, there was a uh, a movie on on Sci-Fi uh, called Bigfoot. That's all it was called. It was just called Bigfoot. All right, <clears throat> and it was a star-studded spectacular <laughs> with uh, Bruce Davidson, uh, Senator Kelly from the X-Men movies. Yes. Uh, Greg Brady. Nice. Uh, Danny Partridge. <laughs> wow, uh, Greg Brady and Danny Partridge played uh, former teen pop stars who had a falling out. <laughs> and now, 40 years later, they uh, were rivals. And uh, Greg Brady was trying to save Bigfoot, and Danny Partridge was trying to kill Bigfoot. So what you're saying is this is a documentary. It was a documentary. <laughs> uh, Bubbles from the Wire was also in it. <laughs> And uh, and Bigfoot himself was uh, a 50-foot-tall PlayStation 1 graphic <laughs> with uh, razor-sharp claws and teeth uh, that nobody could find because <laughs> he was 50 fucking feet tall. Uh, but yet the scariest thing in the movie was just how poorly Sherilyn Fenn has aged. Aww. Because she is also in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe she played Bigfoot. No. She still looks okay enough to not be Bigfoot. That's good. But she is not aged yeah. entirely gracefully that since sucks. since Twin Peaks. Which is weird, though, because uh, she did an episode of Psych where she looked really good. Yeah. Uh, that couldn't have been too many years before this uh, hmm. fantastical Bigfoot movie. Did she have work done, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Unnecessarily. I, I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. But, uh... Maybe it was just the movie itself was just dragging everybody down. That could be. <laughs> the makeup people on the movie were were really terrible. Could be. <laughs> so I recommend it. See it if you can. Okay. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Because <laughs> he's 50 foot tall. <laughs> Nobody knows where he's he is. He's very big. Nobody knows very where he is. Feet. Nobody knows where he is. He hides is. in a forest with tall trees. <laughs> there is a scene... Where people are on a river, and suddenly, Bigfoot appears. Suddenly, yeah. <laughs> so is it like is it like where you see him come out from a bunch of trees, nope. or like they just turn around and suddenly he's standing there? That's it. Awesome. That sounds high quality. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Twin Peaks. Bigfoot. Uh, what are so, yeah, that so, I was thinking about? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we, we don't really get much resolution to the Audrey storyline yet. Nope. Uh, she is still kidnapped and still drugged. Yeah. Uh, but her dad gets the uh, ransom notice of sorts. Yeah, basically a ransom from uh, the professional. Yep. Brings in the ransom notice. Shut her down. And the, <laughs> and the video of Audrey being all drugged up. Yep. And uh, demands $150,000. Something like that. Which I did not think was that much. It doesn't seem like that much. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the late 80s, early 90s, so sure. maybe it's different. Well, he's also demanding Agent Cooper. That's true. Agent yeah. Cooper uh, is a priceless, yes. priceless prize. Yep. So, demands are very high. <laughs> but that's just for John. Right. He just wants Asia Cooper for himself. Right. For lovin's. For, for lovin's. 
I don't think that's really why he no? wants him. No. Are you sure? I think it's more of Am a... Am I reading more into this than I should be? It's more of a, a vendetta situation. Vendetta. Yeah, like revenge. Uh, okay. Like the TV show like revenge. Like the TV show okay. revenge, yeah. 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 With Emily Van Camp. Uh, Agent Carter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I wish there had been more of her in Winter Soldier. It was pretty disappointing that yeah. uh, there was not. I mean, clearly they're probably trying to build her up to something. Probably. I also wish that she had been played by Amanda Rigetti, which is who I thought was playing her in the first Captain America. Who is that? Uh, she is a very attractive redhead who is on The Mentalist. Okay. Yeah. She like the lead female on The Mentalist? She's not the lead female. Okay. She's the other female. Okay. No. She's the attractive one. Oh. Because Robin Tunney, not attractive. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who, who either of those people are, so right. I didn't say. Robin Tully, I believe, was in The Craft. Um, and she was not in, like... Not the, the Yeah, not, not Ferugable. Campbell. Yeah. I think I know who Robin Tully is. All right. Okay. She was also, I believe, in the first season of Prison Break. I never watched Prison Break. Oh, the first season's really good. Okay. That guy's Captain Cold now. Isn't the guy from Prison Break? Peter Stormare? No, no, the uh, the other guy. Uh, I know. Um, I might be mistaken. I know the guy who played Teabag on Prison Break uh, <laughs> was uh, the Clock King on Arrow. Yeah, yeah, that's not him. Okay, no. Uh, I don't know who, who's playing Captain oh, Cold. What's that guy's name? I don't know his name. Okay. I just thought he was the guy on Prison Break, but I could be completely mistaken. I, I didn't even know that there, there was a Captain Cold uh, announcement to yeah, cast. I, uh, I need to look this up. Go out and vamp for a little while. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this never goes well. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite thing in the episode? Oh, my favorite thing in the episode probably had to be the Agent Cooper uh, one-on-one with, uh, with uh, Tina. Is that her name? Um, uh, Lucy, oh, Lucy. Lucy. Yes. Why did I say Tina? I don't. I don't know. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> it's okay. Last week I thought that uh, uh, Dick was short for Robert. That's so true. I think you're fine. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, Agent uh, Agent Cooper suddenly finds himself in the position of uh, uh, basically just being an all around uh, life advice giver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a spiritual advisor, if you will. <laughs> uh, and uh, but then still finds himself perplexed by the uh, inanities of uh, the Lucy and Andy relationship. Well, it is pretty inane. Yeah. Uh, Wentworth Miller. Okay, yeah, he is from Prison Break. He is. Uh, he is playing Leonard Snart. Really? On the Flash? Huh. Yes. Huh. You know, that guy wrote a movie that I love that I don't know a single other person uh, has ever seen. Really? What is it? Uh, Stoker. Oh, is that um, is that the one with uh, Ozymandias and Nicole Kidman? And, yep. Uh, we got that from the library once and haven't watched it, so... It's upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to watch it. We just it, ran out of time. It is a fantastic movie, and... As of this point in time, I am the only person I know that has seen it. <laughs> and I have recommended it numerous times to other people. All right. Uh, it's, it's the American 
film debut of uh, the guy who directed uh, the original Old Boy. Okay. Uh, and written by Wentworth Miller, who most famously is uh, the star of Prison Break. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I will check that out. Who apparently is now Captain Cold. Yes. <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. <laughs> All right. Is he going to have ice powers? Man, I don't know. Or is he just going to have the gun? He better have a fucking gun. I He's probably going to have ice powers, It's probably going to be ice powers. Yeah. Fuck ice powers. <laughs> I want gimmicky guns. I much prefer those as well. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Any hoodle. Any hoodle. <laughs> Nobody in Twin Peaks has powers that no, we know of. That we, I mean, there might be aliens. There might be. There might be supernatural forces involved. Sure. There, who knows? There might be little boys with magical abilities. That's true. Who have never been revisited yet. <laughs> uh, so, so part of this episode is set up almost like a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. A very cliche sitcom. <laughs> Uh, in which uh, a character that we've never met before is uh, super excited because she heard a rumor that a very famous uh, travel reviewer slash food critic critic might be coming to Twin Peaks. Yes. (laughs) And uh, nobody knows uh, who it is or if it's a man or a woman or has ever seen their face. Not even the newspaper they work for. And I think the name is something like M.T. Wentz. I think it's something like that, yeah. Which I then kept trying to... It, pretty much I got distracted throughout the entire episode trying to figure out what that might mean. Yeah. Because M.T. is empty. Empty, yeah. And then the Wentz part threw me. Yeah. And I kept trying to think if that was like an anagram for something. And I was like, Nest? I, I don't know. Yeah, Empty yeah. Nest. Empty Nest. Yeah. W, I don't know. that guy from that TV show? Richard Mulligan. Yes. Impressive. Hey. <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago, my girlfriend and I went to uh, Putt Putt. Yeah. Which uh, it was like the first time I'd done that in like 10 years. And uh, every time I fucked up, I was just like, I'm taking a mulligan. <laughs> and finally, she uh, asked me what a mulligan was. And I was like, this is the guy from Empty Nest. <laughs> <laughs> which then she had to ask what that was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is she young? Uh, she's like two years younger than me. Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. All right. So, so I mean, you she's know, not that young. Not that young. Around my age, then I guess. Yeah, she's she, a few years older than me. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. what? How old are you? I'm 31. Oh, she's 34. Okay, so, so. a couple older, years older than you. Yeah, she should know what empty nest is. She should. Get I mean, your you knew. Ass lady, right? <laughs> you knew. You tell her I said that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Text her right after we get out of here. Just, just tell her to listen to the next episodes <laughs> for a special message from Joe. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> I mean, it's only fair, Jenny. Listen to the episode where I talked about how you beat her with a bar of soap. <laughs> right? She listened to that. One? Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, that character, uh, I like her. 
Which the yeah. new character? Oh, the who was very excited. <laughs> yeah, she brings an energy to the show <laughs> that it did not have otherwise. That is true. Like everyone else is very subdued. Yeah, and and I mean, Agent Cooper is enthusiastic, but he's very measured about it. Right. In general, it's a quirky enthusiasm. Yeah, and she is just uh, exuberantly enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. And there is a brief walk and talk, which <laughs> I enjoyed. I knew that you would. <laughs> Being the the Aaron Sorkin fan that I am, right. that was very nice. Yeah. I wish it had been longer. <laughs> it was not a very long walk and talk. It was a very yeah. short hallway. Uh, you know, I figured that uh, you know, because because uh, yeah, she approaches uh, Benjamin Horn, and he says, "Let's walk and talk," and they start walking, and I thought maybe they were going to go through like the entire hotel. Yeah, uh, they did not. That would have been awesome. They just basically from the front door to the front <laughs> desk. <laughs> I meant to look to see who who directed this episode, if it was uh, Thomas Schlamme from uh, West Wing. <laughs> I'll check later. All right. Uh, I know who wrote the episode. Yeah, well, like 15 different people. Yeah. <laughs> but the top credited writer yes. was uh, Jerry Stahl, who uh, is uh, probably most famous for having a movie made of his life uh called Perfect Midnight, uh which he was portrayed by Ben Stiller. Is it permanent midnight? Permanent Midnight. Yes. Sorry. It's alright, I forgive you. It's alright. I only remember it because you told me earlier because yeah. I'd never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> and also uh, I just saw the Midnighter pop yeah. up on my screen, so gotcha. I just got confused. Yeah. Uh, you in the movie Perfect Sense. Maybe, could be. <laughs> uh which I did watch after yeah, you yeah. recommended it. Yeah. And it, it was fine. Excellent. It was a fine movie. Uh um, that's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, so, so Jerry Stahl wrote this episode. Uh, I guess his, uh, other biggest credit other than having that movie made about him is that I believe he was a co-creator of the, or at least a head writer of the show ALF. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as we know, there were no alien life forms in this episode. Nope. But who knows? Right. Still haven't touched back on that. No. At all yet. Yeah. There's casual mention of the giants. At one point. Was there? In yeah. this episode? Just just really brief. Like, I must have missed it then. Agent, Agent Cooper says something about the giant. The giant said we would find clues or something. I don't know. Huh. Just something really vague. All right. I totally missed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. There's uh, some stuff going on with Andy and uh, jerking off. Yes. Andy jerks <laughs> off in this episode. <clears throat> yes. Not on screen. Nope. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> uh, let's see. Because um, yeah, he's he's still worried about his uh, sperm count. Yes. Uh, and then uh, Duke Scorpio uh, uh, shows up and uh, tries to pay for Lucy's abortion. Duke Scorpio, what? <laughs> what? The actor that plays Dick Tremaine. Okay. Dick Tremaine. Dick Tremaine, yes. Robert Tremaine. Uh, I believe that his character on, uh, I want to say, One Life to Live is Duke Scorpio. Okay. That is a brilliant name. <laughs> like, that. that is so perfect that I feel like it can't be real. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I may be wrong. 
That may be wrong. That's spectacular. But uh, I do believe that uh, he is on Aesop, mm-hmm. and I do believe that the last name of the character he portrays is Scorpio. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that guy's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> he just tries to buy an abortion. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, gets thrown out by Lucy. To be good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a conversation you have, not something you just... Right. ...assume. Exactly. And you would know. Yeah. From I experience. Would. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How you think I ended up married? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, things break, people. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Break. Anyway. Josie's back. Josie is back uh, from wherever she was. She uh, claims Seattle. She does. Taken in the grunge scene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, it was at the, what, 90, 91? It, it was uh, just getting started. That's right. Probably saw uh, young and uh, imperfect uh, Nirvana being uh, formed and uh, maybe some, some mutterings of a Pearl Jam. That's awesome. How cool would that be? <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. <laughs> Perhaps she I was... be like, oh, this band sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that loud, quiet, loud shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe she was more of a fan of uh, Tad or uh, Todd the Big Head Monster or uh, Mud Honey. What are you doing right now? Perhaps, though. Uh, no, I, I think I really see her as being a big uh, Sir Mixlot fan. Ah, well, who isn't? You know, the, the uh, crown prince of Seattle hip-hop. That's right. <laughs> you know what? That guy... Uh, uh, likes what he likes. He does. And is unapologetic about it. Yep. Indeed. And I respect that. I do as well. <laughs> so Josie's back. <laughs> she uh, uh, spent a lot of money <laughs> wherever she was. That's the defining characteristic of her trip. Like, oh, I just needed to get away. Yeah. Here are all the boxes of stuff that I bought. Yeah. What happened all the Yeah. 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 Uh, but she is hiding a sinister secret. She is. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It could be sinister. Could not be. Right. Uh, there's machinations going on. Yes. 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 Uh, involving uh, other people of Asian descent. Yeah. Was that like her brother or something? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Is she, it racist to assume that he was? I, I think she may have actually said that that was her brother. Okay. Whether that's true or not, we don't know. <laughs> but we know that uh, he might be a little fiendish. Yes. Because uh, he was originally uh, first seen in this episode uh, spying on her and the, the sheriff making out. That's in the who rain. that was, okay. That's who that was, yeah. Okay. And then uh, later on, uh, we see him uh, beat the shit out of Hank. Yes. With his supernatural powers. Yes. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, so that's weird. Yeah he, yeah, he does kind of have a, you know, he, he pulls kind of a Batman. Yeah, he like teleports into the diner. Yeah. Uh, which apparently Hank lives at. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He doesn't have anywhere else to go. Well, that's He's true. He's got a cot. That is true. Kitchen. Why not? I'd live in a cot in a kitchen Absolutely. if uh, it was free rent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you make your own meals after hours. 
seems like a sweet deal. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, you work there, so no gaffes. Yeah. God, I need that. <laughs> I need that in my life. You should get a job at the uh, the restaurant across the street. Yeah? I can't. No? No. Because I've yelled at too many people who worked there before. <laughs> Because they're terrible. Can we, can we, uh, it might be easier to make a list of places where you haven't done that. <laughs> uh, I'd probably just be limited to places I've never been. <laughs> uh, good, good customer service is required. It is. Is that so hard? I don't think America? So. I don't think so at all. I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So then we have our comical subplot of the mystery reviewer coming to town and everybody right. getting up in arms, and yeah, yeah it's Whatever. doesn't really pay off. Yeah, at all. There's like two people that they suspect it might be. Uh, one guy turns out to be like the district attorney. Mm-hmm. And then the other person is uh, someone that I recognized underneath all the makeup and uh, wig and bad accent. Yeah? Yeah. Who was it? It was uh, Catherine. What? The, uh, the, 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 the old lady that owned the sawmill. Catherine Martell? Yes. What? Yep. What? Yep. So that really was a woman in disguise? Yes. <laughs> What? Yep. But didn't he have an Adam's apple? Uh, no, I don't think so. No? Uh, okay. I mean, if it did, it was a really good makeup job. Then. Yeah. And uh, then that was her. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. I, I saw, like, right through the sunglasses and the fake mustache that's and the impressive. fake wig. Yeah. <laughs> good job, you. Yeah, thank you. I'm not very observant. Yeah. But when I am. <laughs> you are on the ball. I am indeed. Uh. <laughs> All right, so yeah. she's back. Yeah, good to know. Yeah. Uh, what else happens? Um. Um. Oh. Um. Uh, not Laura. Um. Oh, Donna. Shit. Donna. Yeah. Donna's lunch with uh, with the shut-in who has Laura's secret diary. Yes, the titular secret diary of yes. this episode. Which, uh, again, like most of the titles of the episode, don't really pay off to anything. Yeah, I mean, there's there's more of that, probably, than anything, any other episode title. Right. You know, there's a reading from the diary. That is true. So, uh... They mention the diary more than a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the guy reads from the diary, and, uh, it just so happens to be a random passage about Donna. Yep. Maybe the entire diary is about Donna. Maybe. Do you think that Laura was secretly in love with Donna? Ooh, plot twist. Yeah. She did say that... Sexy plot twist. She didn't think that Donna would be friends with her if she knew what Laura was really like on the inside. Ooh. Maybe she is a lesbian. Yeah. Sexy. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that so they have lunch, and then later on, Donna recruits Maddie to help her get the diary. Yeah, that's all that was. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no James in this episode. Nope. No Big singing. Ed. No singing. Thank yeah. you. There is mention of Big Ed. There is. Yeah. But uh, we don't actually see him. Yeah. 
Um, oh, and Leland gets arrested for the murder of uh, Jacques Renault. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was arrested at the end of the last episode. Right. He is questioned in this one, and then the beginnings of the trial proceedings. Yes. Uh, he basically confesses, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, the the judge comes to town to uh, see if they can set bail. Yeah, he come to judge. He come to judge indeed, and he is an odd one. He's a lot like Agent Cooper. A little bit like Agent Cooper. So that's cool. Yeah, and uh, apparently travels around with his own sexy <laughs> legal aid. <laughs> She's his clerk, right? Yeah. <laughs> Judges have clerks. Sure. It's not unheard of. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is some night court bullshit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so is he Judge Harry Anderson? Yes. And and who is uh, who is the clerk then? Mac. Is that Mac? <laughs> I think Mac's the clerk. <laughs> John Larkin. Night court. It's all about the love between Harry Stone and Mac the Clerk. <laughs> they may try to trick you into thinking that it's the love story of Harry Stone and Christine the lawyer. Right. It is not. <laughs> Good to know. Yep. <laughs> Where does Bull Shannon fall in this? Uh, just a you know wacky he's comic. He's the Greek uh, chorus. He is the Greek chorus. Yes, <laughs> he represents America. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> oh, bull. Uh, so Leland's gonna be uh, representing himself. Yep, because he is a lawyer. Because he is a lawyer. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I like trials. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. I like Ray Wise. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I just watched uh, the original RoboCop over the weekend. Nice. And I uh, forgot that he was in that. Who does he play in that? Uh, he plays one of the thugs. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Plays one of uh, Clarence Boddicker's gang members who uh, who kill Murphy. All right. And uh, Murphy uh, arrests him uh, in uh, the middle of a nightclub where he's... Uh, you know, dancing to like some bullshit uh, 1987 version of future techno punk rock. Absolutely, yeah. awesome. And uh, you know, just everybody in the club is like you know 20, and then there's Ray Wise, who's <laughs> probably 50. <laughs> That's a guy who hasn't aged at all. Yeah. Because he was always old. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, he was young in Swamp Thing. Yeah. And that is pretty much the only time that I could say that that guy looked young. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only in that movie for like ten minutes anyway. Yeah. He's a child actor. Well, sure. <laughs> and he turns into the Swamp Thing. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he played Al Collins. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Hmm? All right. Go Ray Wise. Go Ray Wise. <sighs> I mean, I would never recommend you to watch something. No, no. Because no, it's awful. No. It is awful. No, thank you. All right. Pass. Veto. Good choice. <laughs> I know exactly one person who would be excited for us to watch that. Matt Raspi. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He'd want to be on the show if we did. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. Yeah. But then you and I can call off sick. 
<laughs> so just be him yeah. in your apartment. Sure. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah, we're both not feeling well. Uh, there's a key under the the mat. You can just come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, Twin Peaks. A lot of a lot of little things going on. Yeah, things going on. Nope. This is a show that I am consistently disappointed when it's over, and I really appreciate that about it. Yeah, me too. It's, I I don't feel the time going by at all. It, it is also a show where I kind of hate that we've chosen it to 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 be the thing that we're we're talking about. Yeah, because I would absolutely binge watch the shit out of this. Absolutely. Like every time that the 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 credits roll and then like you know it goes up in that little corner and says the next episode's about to start in ten yeah. seconds, <laughs> I'm just like, I would just want to let this roll. <laughs> Maybe Joe won't notice. <laughs> I think I think I would notice. All right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was just thinking like like with Farscape, there were a lot of times where forty minutes was just a fucking slog. Yep. Like it was just so slow. And this show just flies by. It absolutely does. Love it. Yep. All right. Well, we'll be back next week then with another episode. Yes. That, uh, we won't want to end. <laughs> That's right. Hopefully. I, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't hit a bad one yet. It could be all... This, this next one could be the musical episodes. That is finally just the last straw for you. Could be. <laughs> Let's hope it's not. Then. Like you went from loving it to despising the show. That's... Pretty much what would make it happen <laughs> at this point. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. <laughs> yep. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.